0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your last edition in uh, in April. Uh, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, um, and we always start off our show with a prayer. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Take God, we thank you for letting us have this show. Let us to be on the air for so long. We pray that uh, we'll continue to grow soccer in our state and in our region and, uh, and be a, a catalyst for good and change. And we pray right now for all the racial uh, and for all the religious um, tension that's going on throughout the world that... Uh, that it can come to a halt and we can have peace on this planet. Christ, name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, everybody, uh, uh, at least sports gives us a little respite from all the uh, strife that's out there in the political world and and. Uh, And all the stuff going on in San Diego and Sri Lanka and uh, real tragic things there uh, where extremists really uh, just take a a bite out of how we, like we saw in the Jazz Fest, have this camaraderie going on. And uh, one thing I love about soccer is that uh, we definitely have that uh, um, really... uh, Uh, licked. Okay. We have a lot of diversity with soccer, and I think we're getting more diverse by the, by the second in Louisiana. And, uh, and that's something to be said. OK, and um, it's one thing we can all agree on, we might not agree on religion, on politics, but we definitely love our football. <laughs> OK, and uh, the next couple of weeks as is, is, uh, the catalyst or, or the, the apex for all of us in soccer. And uh, uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, it's called the Champions League semifinals. Uh, very exciting this year. It's always exciting. But I think what we want to do right now is uh, give some kudos to the teams that won the Louisiana Open Cup. Those of you who don't know, the Open Cup. Uh, once you win it, it's it's you're done. Okay, so it gives an opportunity for teams that really can't afford to go play in North Carolina and the regionals, or wherever the regionals will be in Alabama. Um, uh, they don't have to fork up or come up with that three to four thousand dollars to do that trip, and so therefore they can still play for a state championship. And not have that burden placed upon them. And uh, and uh, if you've watched this show consistently, you know how I feel about all of that. And that's, I'm just going to let that go. Okay. Um, uh, it's just nice that these kids who would normally not have a chance to have the pressure to play under the pressure. I know a few of these kids have played in this tournament. It's nice that they got that pressure, which will help them develop for high school. Okay. Uh, um, and so, Uh, Here are the winners. Um, First of all, I want to say that LSA put on their website, this is the most competitive Open Cup they've had. It was definitely a huge um, which I think is a message uh, to everybody that there's a need here, and um, I really wish we could somehow get some kind of corporate sponsorship or something so that these teams could actually play for the for the Division II state title. Okay, and uh, I wonder how many of these teams could win the Division II state title. I'm about to put my team, who's a rec team, against the Division One state champions, and uh, on Monday's show I'll let you know how we did. And uh, but uh. Uh, if we do win, I think it's going to pour some more fuel on that fire of a team that I have. The team that I have at Soccer Innovations is able to beat these state championship teams that have already established themselves. Um, uh, I think that's going to, um, I don't know, expose some other problems that when it comes to our player development, that uh, that money is still an obstacle of, of all places in America for us to develop our kids. Because um, Anyway. I hope that none of these teams are good enough to win D two th- or or D one championships, but uh, I'm just glad they had a chance to win. And the U thirteen U eleven girls gold, um, LaFouche one U twelve girls, okay gold Thibodeau United one, and U twelve boys. Uh, the Beauregard Guard United Black Dragons. I'm glad to see them. I mean, they've come a long way in a little bit of time over there in Dorritto, Louisiana. No, no connection to me, Alan Dorito. We we uh say our names different. We spell our names differently. But anyway, uh, U12 boys blue, Calcasieu Eagles. Okay, U13 uh Baton Rouge maroon. Okay, um, that's uh U13 girls gold, U13 boys gold, St. Charles Rovers. All right, U13 Boys Blue, LaFouche Legacy. U14 Girls Gold, LaFouche Legacy. U14 Boys Gold, Blue Eagle, uh, Montaguam. U14 Boys Blue, Lafayette, Juventus. Uh, U15 Girls, uh, Louisiana Fire Gray. Uh, U15 Boys, Covington, uh, Hawks. U16 Boys, the Cajun Pride. U16 Boys Blue, Sulphur Impact. U17 girls, LaFouche Legacy. U17 boys, South Tangy. U17 boys, Blue Gonzalez. And U19 boys, uh, uh, Boca Juniors. So, congratulations to all those teams. Uh, The only, the only, uh, Negative, I could see from this tournament, besides all the excitement was some of the controversy that's not out there in the public forum. But in the coaching ranks, uh, we're hearing a lot of people just questioning some of these teams and their, their, their ages, whether or not their ages are legitimate. Uh, we I'm noticing going on got soccer that there's some duplicity when it comes to the players' names and their ages, how they haven't played on a, uh, um, Basically, two different age groups within four years. And uh, I'm not going to put names out there, whatever, because I, I think LSA needs to go investigate. But I think for the purity of the sport, and if we're going to really call these state champions, then everybody's got to be held accountable, just like we are in LHSA to make sure our players are eligible. Okay, so, uh, so – Anyhow, um, we'll see how that story unfolds as the summer unwinds. It's too late now, um, but I think a lot of coaches are really complaining that it's easy to falsify birth certificates and ages, and uh, and maybe we're at the point now where we're going to have to uh, uh, have some kind of uh, identification like we have with LSA. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future. And, of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNOLA.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNOLA.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504-577-3131. 504-577-3131. It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post-game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most die-hard sports fans go wow from the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone Wednesdays at ten fifteen. Well, enough about the controversial stuff. Um, I'm not afraid to step on toes a little bit. You know, uh, uh, we don't want to have people not participate because they don't feel like they're getting a fair shake. Please play by the rules. Please play pay by the rules. The kids know if you're playing by the rules or not. A 14-year-old kid knows he's getting away with playing on a 12-year-old team. Uh, and it does matter, okay? Uh, it doesn't matter really when you get to U24 level. It's Okay, but when it comes to kids, there's a big difference between a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old, okay? Uh, there's no argument about that. Okay, uh, it's okay to play up, but man, it's not okay to play down. All right, so uh, that's that's my uh, two cents on that. Now, uh, what I want to encourage all of you, fans, players, and of course, I don't have to encourage the coaches, is to watch the Champions League semifinals starting tomorrow and next week. Uh, we'll report on these games in detail uh, on Monday's show. Uh, tomorrow, uh, you have Ajax, one of my... Uh, I'm a kind of old school person being old, but I remember the days when IX used to thrive uh, a few few decades ago. And uh, now they're back to the forefront with a very young, exciting team and, uh, and, and also, they're going to be playing against a team that uh, that has got the imagination of England. That Tottenham Hotspurs, uh, the Spurs, uh, really just went toe to toe with Manchester City. And Manchester City, uh, with Pep Guardiola as the coach, um, uh, is still number one in the Premiership. But uh, but um, Tottenham was able to advance on um, away goals and. And congratulations to Tottenham, but now they got to go play Ajax. I think it's a game that's being highly overlooked, and I think Ajax has has proven uh, themselves worthy uh in the last two rounds. Uh, and and really, I, I think that they are. A dark horse, and I think that really they can win the whole Champions League. They're they're young, um, they're they're developed. Okay, Ix is doing it the old way, uh, uh, getting their youth level players developed and keeping them on board. So, uh, I think tomorrow uh, is going to be a great game. Tape it, and then of course Wednesday, the game that everybody's really talking about uh, is Barcelona and Klops Liverpool. Of course, Liverpool is a sentimental favorite. And there's no Bundesliga teams in, but you have, um, um, you do have, a uh, uh, team coached by one of the more energetic coaches around. And I think it's really kind of important for an American to see. If you look at Klopp and the way he, or the way he coaches his team, um, uh, he's got he's got passion, intensity, no tolerance for error. He's running the ship. The tail doesn't wag the dog. And his success is is uh, is unquestioned, and really, uh, um, I brought my team to Barcelona. There's a lot of pride over there in Camp Nou, uh, but they've never really had a handle on Liverpool. So Liverpool's going to be going over there, uh, kind of with with that edge. And Barcelona's going to have a chip on their shoulder, even though they're the most the more talented team, okay, although uh, it's kind of hard to knock Salah out of that t- talent group. But with Suarez and Messi, uh, I think um, um, Barcelona's going to feel a lot of pressure uh, to, to deliver. They have a chance to win the treble this year, very hard thing to do, uh, very rarely done uh, for the average fan. The treble means that you've won your, uh, your Premier League, okay, uh, uh, you've won your your Open Cup, all right, uh, which is all the professional teams get to play in one big soup of a cup, and it allows a D2 and three teams um, to be able to beat the best uh, and win their championships. Um, The English equivalent is FA Cup, okay? And then, of course, the tournament is Champions League. And I'm, I'm really encouraging all of you to to watch these games because, yes, the World Cup is probably the more watched event uh, in the world because of the average soccer fan wanting to root for their countries or sentimental favorites. But for the real soccer fans, I mean, here you have now some of the best players in the world, no gaps at all. You have uh, teams that are just loaded with talent. And uh, bar none, uh, if you you would put – Barcelona, against a team like Brazil, um, he, he might would want to, uh, I would put my money on Barcelona, okay? Uh, so national soccer and, and professional club soccer are two different animals. And, and I would have to argue that the professional game, the teams are, are more cohesive. Uh, they're more talented, and uh, uh, and they have more familiarity with each other, and, and and they have a system of play that they've bought into, and uh, uh, it's it's going to be great. Um, I'm I'm going to try to bring my kids together to watch pizza to watch the games. And it'll be great for your development as a as a especially if you're a novice player or fan. Um, but I don't have, I have to talk to the uh, to the uh, regular people out here, the people who love the game of soccer. I know you're going to be watching it. It's going to be hard for me because I'm a teacher and uh, I do coach after school, so it's going to be more of a DVR event for me. But uh, uh, an event nonetheless. Champions League soccer is the best. Of course, you have two legs. Um, they're going to have to win on aggregate. Aggregate. It means... You take both of the, the scores that you've had, and um, and if there's a tie, your away goals count for more, or they're more weight than your home goals. Because you know, to say there's not a home field advantage is, is really not a strong statement. There is a home field advantage uh, when when your when your team is is winning. There's electricity there. I mean, if you're a New Orleans Saints fan, I, I don't need to talk to you much further about that. There's a difference between playing the Chicago Bears in New Orleans. And he's playing Chicago Bears and Soldier Field. So um, uh, the the home teams have pressure in this regard. You, they can't allow any goals and they have to make sure they deliver when they go abroad. So you have a game Tuesday, a game Wednesday, and then they flip and they play. Uh, they switch the home venues. Uh, next week, and uh, just very, very electric, very exciting. And then the final will be in Madrid with the two winners that come out of this. Uh, I think a lot of people have the Spurs and Liverpool going through. I don't know how you can pick against Barcelona. They've been flat lately, but uh, believe me, they have the talent to be able to put it on when they need to, and I think they're going to. My prediction really is uh, the opposite. I think Barcelona and Ajax are going to be playing through. And then really, you're going to see the aging star Playing the upcoming stars, and uh, I hope that's really what happens. But if you're an EPL fan, you're definitely going for the Spurs, okay? And uh, Liverpool—it's hard not to love Liverpool—the way they, the passion they've played with this year, and and the and and the way they've marched through the Champions League. So, uh, whoever your favorite is, let me know on the bottom, and let me know what your predictions are, and you can let everybody see. And uh, and uh, and then uh, we'll be back next week to kind of cover some of the highlights of what we see in the next couple of days. Again, uh, this show is going to be parallel to our podcast. A lot of things are going on right now, so we're just going to keep it simple. Um... Next week, we're going to be gearing up, getting ready for the state cup for the for the Division One teams, and uh, also the um, Division Two teams will be having their state cups. So we'll keep keep our eyes on that. I want you know how Soccer Innovations does uh, with the uh, with uh, the games that we have play playing as to the the U eighteen and the U um, seventeen champions and um, um and favorites and so I'll let you know how that goes. And we'll cover the Champions League games. And also, I want to just remind everybody that uh, high school. School soccer uh, is is not um, really on the on the background. Uh, all the coaches, you should have your schedules done by now. If you don't, uh, get them done, and then your your summer training should already be in the books. There's a lot of opportunities for you to play in the summer leagues that are popping up everywhere, indoor and outdoor seven v seven leagues. And um, it's time to get all your registrations in. And if your players are going to be developed, you can coach them in the summer coach them. You cannot coach them now. Uh, I've been watching all my players play. It's frustrating. I know as a high school coach, when you're watching your players play and somebody else is coaching them, and you just can't get involved. You can't. You have six players that you can coach, but in the summer, you can bring them all back, and uh, the teams that really take the summer seriously, I think, have a distinct advantage. Well, um, having said all that, uh, I wish all of y'all the best. Enjoy your Champions League matches and carpe diem in Christ. And may God bless you and your families. Let's pray for peace and work for peace and diversity in our in our very complex and smaller world. It gets smaller every day. This show is, a part, uh, is, a, is an example of that. We have viewers all over the globe. And so I appreciate all of y'all who are watching. And um, uh, I wish all of y'all the best. God bless you and your family. We'll see you next week.